to Billions Podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, Road to Billions Podcast. I'm grateful you guys to be listening and tuned in, man. Listen, I just came from Tallahassee. This morning, just literally got just got into the door like 10 minutes ago. I just plugged in my laptop, hurry up and got um, the podcast studio set up, and I just went to work and I just dropped this podcast. But technically speaking, this is actually a redo because I did another podcast earlier this morning around like 3 a.m. Um, on my phone, but the audio just sounded too, too bad. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that to y'all. So I'm just rephrasing everything I was saying and stuff like that, um, paraphrasing pretty much. But I went to Tallahassee um, yesterday because I do have some rental properties for you guys who already been asking me what some other things outside of trucking that I do. Real estate is one of the biggest things that I do. And um, with real estate, I have some properties and partnerships in Tallahassee I had to check up on. Um, my tenant moved out yesterday in one of my spots. So I had to go check and make sure that was pretty much taken care of, but it wasn't. You know, um, squatters for... For, be- for better terminology, people who break into your house and sleep, um, they're called squatters. They broke the back window of my spot, and um, I'm like, bro, like, why would you do that? <laughs> you feel me? Like, why would you break the back window? Like, a window a window ain't too bad because it's not too big of a um, window, so the cut not going to be too crazy. But it's still the fact that spending unnecessary money isn't what, you know, I would like to do. But I'm grateful I'm in a position to have property. I'm grateful I'm in a position to position to spend money and do things that um, are able to be taken care of. You know, so I went to the property yesterday. Tenant left it pretty decent, really good. It was just, you know, of course, blemishes and cosmetics. But most of the part, it was nothing really broken and stuff like that. Now, as far as the trash being left outside, that was left pretty good. But then squatters, like I said, came and ram- ravaged through everything and left everything in the driveway. It looks crazy. So... I just got to finish that up on. But as far as like, you know, checking out the other properties, man, I'm excited for what the new year has to come and everything. But this podcast isn't going to be to be about this. You know, I'm just giving you guys the rundown about, you know, my 12 hours in Tallahassee. And um, I'm just excited for what the new year has to offer, man. I'm really excited. But I was actually in the car yesterday. And, you know, once I looked at these properties and everything, I looked at all the properties and I got to Tallahassee around like three o'clock in the, in the afternoon yesterday. And I left around 6.30 this morning. But when I got there around 3, my biggest thing wasn't really trying to find any place to sleep. Because I know I had rental property. I got to sleep in there. But I didn't really think it through, you guys. Um, I didn't think it through at all. I promise I didn't. It sounded good in my head. But it didn't come out. It's like you trying to put on. It's like the outfit you put on in your mind. And you're like, I'm fresh as fuck. And when you put it on the mirror, you're like, bro, the shirt too big. And the pants. It just looks horrible. So I was just like, damn. I set myself up. So when I got to Tallahassee and like I said, I looked at all the houses and everything, did my errands and tasks, um, you know, sundown, sundown came, you know, dawn, 6.30, 7 o'clock came, started getting kind of um, dark. So I headed back to one of the rental properties and I'm going to tell you some real shit. Like it, it gets scary at night in these rental properties because it's a big ass house and, you know, these are one of the houses that it echoes, you know. So if you hear something downstairs, it's going to echo, it's going to sound like somebody breaking in. So I had a flashlight and everything with me, just making sure I had to like double check the house, make sure it's secured. But um, it just, it just, it wasn't hitting for me. Like I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Two things was messing with me. So I was the only one in the house, and it was so dark, so empty. Of course, no furniture. So I had an air mattress that I brought. Shout out to my homegirl. She had me um hold that. 
it was really for my line brother, but he never used it. So I just, I was supposed to take it to her, but it was in my trunk. So I was like, I might as well just use this. Everything just worked out. Um, well, up until that point. So I got the air matches. I slept on the air matches for like five minutes, man. I was just so paranoid because I kept looking out the window because there's no curtains on the windows no more. So when the light is on, you can see directly inside the house. So I had to go sleep in one of the rooms, but I was still like, you know, watching out for the neighborhood, making sure nobody's going to come in, thinking that nobody's home. Even though my car was in the driveway, not only was I making sure nobody's going to break home, but make sure nobody breaks into the car. You feel me? So I was just really on my P's and Q's just like all night, just like a dog, just watching. And I didn't want to be like that, bro. Like I got off the road. I did all these errands. I ate some food. So, you know, I didn't really get no sleep. I don't. I still don't have no sleep up, to, up until this point. Like as soon as I'm done, I'm done uploading this podcast. I'm literally about to just go, you know, lock in, shower, then go straight to sleep. And, you know, just try to get as much rest in before the day actually starts, even though it's 1142 a.m. Um, right now. <laughs> but um, I was in a car, man, and uh, I just headed back to the car because the house was too creepy. And it was just too dark, so I just packed everything up. And mind you, at the same time, the house, I couldn't find the um, the heater thing. I got I got to figure that out. The house was freezing, and I didn't have no blankets, no nothing. Only a sweatsuit I brought and some other clothes in my luggage. But, like I said, I didn't think it, I didn't think it through. I thought the house was going to be comfy and all that other stuff. No, pause. It wasn't. So, I, I made a firm decision to just pack everything back up that I sat in the room and I just went straight to the car and I, and I sat in the car and it was around like 9.30 and I just said, man, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> so it, it indeed was a long night. So I went ahead and I slept in the car, bro, but I really didn't get that sleep that you would think I could just fall, fall asleep on. So the car itself was getting so cold every time I turned it off, like within 10 minutes, the ace, the the cold air outside the car literally made the car freeze up. The car was hot as hell when I turned it on, like the heater, everything. I was feeling comfy, but I'm like, I can't keep the car on. I can't keep the um the engine running and all that, the gas, blah blah blah. Let me just turn this car off. So I turned the car off after like 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. I could probably hurt and get me comfortable. I got socks and everything on. Car gets freezing cold, and it's not a freezing cold. You could just fall asleep on. I'm talking. About, I was like aching cold. It's filling it through the window. So I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I open my eye back up. It's only 10 o'clock. I'm like, my gosh, how do people do this? How? And I just felt so empathetic because I know so many homeless people. Like, I was sitting in the car, and I had 5% tents. There ain't no way you're going to see inside my car. But I could see you. You know, I have limos. I have limo tents. And uh, front, wind, front windshield, too, as well. So, you know, I'm looking at people walk up and down the street, man, like homeless people. And I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, it's freezing inside the car. Mind you, it's freezing inside the car with full clothes on. And they're outside around 10, 11 o'clock at night and it's windy and they're just walking down the street. And I'm like, damn, that's so sad because I don't know if they're going somewhere. I don't know if they just roam the streets, but it was just so sad to see that, you know. And I'm sitting in my car just contemplating about everything like, damn, I'm sitting here being blessed like I got property and shit like that, you know, businesses that I'm that I'm doing well in. And, you know, it may not always be straight. And it may not always be profit all the time, but I have something that I could call mine. You know, I had to sit there and really realize, like, bro, I'm under 30 years old doing some big boy shit. And, you know, I was just having so much intrusive thoughts. I was like, man, like, bro, like, I got to take this as motivation because I didn't really want to hit nobody up to tell them, hey, you know, I'm about to sleep at your spot because I am i didn't want to do nothing last minute. Like I said, I was planning to sleep in the house and nothing went out. Nothing went as planned. 
So I slept in the car, bro, all the way till 6.30 a.m. And I didn't even get no sleep for her. I kept waking up every 10, 15 minutes. Car kept getting so freezing cold. So I turned the car on. I just said, fuck it. I just kept on car for like 30 minutes. And I fell asleep. And the next thing you know, I had like a feeling somebody was like trying to open the car door. And I'm like, oh, shit, let me open Let me hurry and get up. But it was just my imagination. And that was only 3 a.m. You feel me? So I went back to sleep, cut the car, um, cut the car off. And then, you know, I just, you know, try to like really think about a master plan. I was going into the new year. You know, I was just thanking God, like, I appreciate him for just like letting me see this side of me, like this hustle, this hustle side of me, like willing to sleep in my car for like 12 to 16 hours to literally do some things for my real estate um, properties and everything, do some checkups, look at some other properties. But at the same time, the tenacity, the grit, the courage, you know, the confidence, the perseverance that I put myself through in order to like actually see it through. Because honestly, I I sat there around like 2 a.m. And I knew I wasn't going to leave no time soon because I didn't get no sleep. And I just got into town. I wasn't trying to hit the road in the middle of the night, let alone Atlanta. It's four hours away. So I'm like, man, I'm not hitting the road, bro. I'm just about to like just thug it out. And, you know, thugging it out turned into 6, 630 came. So by the time 630 came, I had a burst of energy. Just crazy. I was just sleepy and drowsy. I couldn't even go to sleep. I mean, I couldn't even like keep my eyes open, you know, while before 6.30. 6.30 hit, boom, I'm going. So, you know, I grabbed me a Red Bull. And I, lot of, I know a lot of people talk about Red Bull, but um, I kind of grabbed me a good, decent Red Bull, good flavor. And I think it was like, what, watermelon? And that kind of helped me out throughout the whole four-hour ride. I got here actually two and a half hours. Wink, wink. But, um... Yeah, bro. Like I was really on the move, and I just, I just really thank God for everything He let me see and everything He let me sit with. Like the feeling of just like the 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 person who may not have everything in life. I had that feeling. You know, it may be a brief feeling for like sleeping in my car, even though I had, a, I, even though I have an apartment, everything like that. Properties. It's not. It was the found. It was the morals behind it. Because even though I had everything, I still had nothing. You feel me? Like, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's like you can have everything in the world and still have nothing. Like, I have rental properties I couldn't even sleep in because it wasn't comfy. You know, it didn't have heat. So that's like you having money and you not being happy. It's like you. It's like you not really having the life you want, but you have everything you want. I wasn't feeling like that, but I was feeling like that was a temporary lesson. Like. Bro, like, what are you doing right now, Moise, is that you're following your dreams and your desires. So you're not going to look at it like an act of desperation. You're not going to look at it like a failure. You're not going to look at it like, what the fuck am I doing sleeping in my car? I'm 25. But no one knows what I'm doing in my car. No one knows I have a trucking business. No one knows I have a podcast that does top 100, you know, in the country, in the world. Matter of fact, with Ghana and being U.S. and Canada, like in the world, and I'm walking amongst the masses and I'm being humble and I'm keeping my humility. Like I didn't even, I even, I invited my line brother for him to see, he's seen some of my properties, my, one of my line brothers who live in Tally. And bro, like he knows me like from the bottom of me not having nothing. He was like, bro, like you, you never changed, nigga. Like in, in a good way though, like you still the same dude, bro. Like you always grind and everything. And I was just like, damn, like, and that was just something I was replaying in my mind around like 2, 3 a.m. And I used to be a security guard, too. So around 2, 3, 4 a.m., I used to always plan my escape plan because I didn't want to be a security guard for years. I was literally a security guard for like six months. And then I got up out of there and I just went ahead and be a CNA, got my license for that, became a CNA and then, you know, started doing other things. And then, you know, eventually got into business. But it was the fact that I seen my life be full circle. 
Like I, I literally went past FAMU and I see everybody who's a freshman year and I, and I was looking at the dorms and I'm like, bro, I used to stay in them dorms. And like the minute I seen those dorms, I had so many like, I was, I was, I was just reminiscing about the start of me. You get me? Like I literally was made in those dorms, like not made like birth, but Moist was made in that dorm. Like the dude who I am now, it started in that dorm, you know, the village at FAMU. Of Gibbs, and of course, both dorms, but Village was where I felt like I was supposed to be different in life. Cause a little brief story about family. Family has a bougie side and like a, you know, that side, you know, not so bougie. And I always wanted to be the bougie side of people. Like I was, I want to be around people who have money, do nice things, be up the part with themselves. And that was considered the Village. You know, it was more, a lot more expensive dormitory, but you had your own room, AC. You didn't have a bunk bed. You didn't see your. It was just the advantage of you paying for convenience. That's what it was. Not always looked at that like that was a start of my mindset right there and um you know i seen a bunch of frats and um sororities out there as well and i'm like damn that was another another stage of my life where i went into being a frat and pledged and um and i seen some people who got families and kids and who got full-time jobs now and that's i don't have a family i don't have any kids i don't have a full-time job but i do have a full-time lifestyle which is entrepreneurship so it still relates to it's it's far more um severe than a nine to five like it's no time clocking out when you're an entrepreneur so you know i seen the cycles of just pe people i ran into and people i seen grow up like i ran into my mentor and everything like that just locked in with him and it was a it was a beautiful experience like it was really a journey that i literally see myself evolve from like i used to have a girlfriend in, in village and then i end up you know growing up and then having another girlfriend and then just like really being at a point in my life where i feel like i'm literally single but i'm free you know, I'm seeing the world for what it is. And a lot of people give me claps and kudos for that. And um, I give myself a pat on the back every day for that because it's not easy. It is not easy. And I just want to let everybody know, like, if you're working on your dreams, if you're trying to be a photographer, artist, anything that's going to evolve, you believe in yourself, just do it. Because it was a point in my life, like, people told me, bro, you better, you might as well get your MBA. And I'm like, for what? I know this shit. You feel me? Like, not to sound so big headed, not to sound so arrogant, but I know this shit. If I don't know this, I got people around me who knows it. So why would I spend money on something that I could literally take advantage of? Like, you got your MBA, so let me pick your brain. You could, you know, do something for my business. And at that point, I didn't have to go get a degree for it. You know, I'm just trying to think smarter. And um, that's that's really what, what I'm going into, like, the new year for. So, you know, that's that's really the lesson I got from sitting in the car. Like, if you're chasing your dreams and your desires, just know that God or whoever you believe in or pray to is always going to make sure you're straight. Like, he's going to let you see the lesson in the blessing. At the end of the day, like, you might look at everything like, damn, bro, I took an L. No, bro, there's no L's around here. Like, there's no negative self-talk. You know, I had a homegirl as well. Like, she, you know, I'm not saying she fucked up, but she fucked up. She kind of is at a point where she's kind of like, you know, battling for her career, her license right now um, in a particular industry. And then um, she kind of fell victim to, like, like I said, her environment and, and peers, but the blessing was was her just finding out who was there for her and what needs to change in her life. You know, she literally is sitting, thinking about the next plan because obviously the career is gonna is gonna give you um, the the career she is in has to give her a call back and everything to make sure everything still followed through. But the 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 stake of the situation is that once you once you learn that you fucked up, you can't you can't go back to keep reminiscing about how you fucked up. Okay, you fucked up. You did this and that. Okay. You fucked up. You can't 
replay time. If you replay time, you think how many people would not be in prison right now because they didn't rewind what they did? You know, if you knew you was doing 25 to 30 years in prison and you know on the 10th year you got 15 more years, bruh, would you still have did the crime you would have did? Some people would, you know, ironically. But I know majority of people would not want to be in prison in a cell 24, 25 years 23 and one, you know, 23 lockdown and one one hour. Like no one wants to really live like that. Like as bad as people want to seem all gangster and all that, no one's no one wants to live like that. So for all the young fellas out there, for all the young ladies out there, like keep your business to yourself, keep your goals to yourself, keep your missions to yourself. Because people out here are really envious and they don't really see they don't really want to see you win. You know, I kinda had a lot of people I fell out with because they didn't really see the vision that I have for myself and they're gonna always check in with me now because they know that moist is a prophet with this shit. Moist is anointed with this shit. Moist knows once he puts his mind to something, it's turning to gold. Like the minute he touch it. So I want you guys to take the same approach in life. Like don't let nobody who's not trying to work on themselves be around you. Don't let nobody who's not trying to be a bigger visionary than what than what they are now make you stagnant in your life. Your curriculum is to be the best version of yourself. You got to follow that track record of people being great. And in, in that track record of, of what people do when they're great, they had to eliminate certain things around them in order to elevate. It's like if you're, and this is going to be the last thing, in a hot in a hot air balloon, right? I was watching this this trailer. The man had to throw everything out that hot air balloon because the hot air balloon was so heavy, it was dragging it down faster than what it was. He was throwing out all the luggage and everything. The hot air balloon starting to, um, it started to ease up. You know, it started going right back up. It started being, he started having control over it because there was so much weight on it, not from people, but from things. It was just two people on the hot air balloon, but he had to throw out luggage and all that shit just because it was weighing it down. And I took that at the same thing like life. Like if you want to elevate, sometimes you got to throw things down because the things that's holding you down is going to only bring you back to where you started. And he was not trying to go back to the floor. So he, he tried to get from one spot to the other. It was a trailer. So if you guys know the movie, hey, Shoot me a DM and let me know the name of the movie. I, I forgot the name of the movie. But um, it was definitely one of those things I looked at like, damn, like you sometimes you got to get rid of things and you got to continue to um, chase your dreams no matter what. And that's why I tell you guys at the end of every podcast, chase your dreams is a, is a journey. It's not a race. Niggas be trying to herp and finish school and herp and go get a job. Now you in debt. A hundred bands. When he could have just stayed down a little bit more, figure out what you wanted to do. You know, just, just figure it out. You know, once once I tell people, once you sign those loan papers for school, you in a you in a death row deal. You get me in a death row contract. So I have school debt, not not too much, you know, enough to, for me to like, you know, take care of. But I'm talking about for those who went uh, above and beyond for for a career they're not even happy in, they're not passionate in. You fucked up. But the way you don't fuck up is by understanding like, okay, cool. If I pay this much money for a career, my only best bet is to go into 2023 knowing that I got to start putting some things out there and investing in some things and buying some things that's going to be lucrative for me in the future. Buying a new car when you know you're already complaining about fucking rent is only going to defeat the purpose about you trying to get to the next level. You feel me? Complaining about things is not going to ever solve problems. I never complain about things. I probably just be like, man, damn. And then I go right into like solution-based thinking. So what I'm telling you guys, like keep chasing your dreams, keep believing in yourself. It's an amazing world out there. Like this, like my mentor said, Mr. Daniels, 
man, there's a lot of fucking money out here, bro. And it's easy to make money once you're around the right people who know how to make money. You feel me? Like, once you're around people who make money, it's easy to make money. It's only hard to make money when you're around people who don't have money or don't know how to make money. So just choose your circle wisely and choose your thought process because your visions, your words are powerful. And everything you do from this point on, every day you wake up, is going to lead you into a better life or keep you where you at if you don't want to be where you at in life. So once again, keep chasing your dreams. It's been an amazing journey. Make sure you guys um, watch my YouTube channel. It's actually my Linktree bio. I'm actually going to drop some um, new videos. I've just been getting some merch made. Merchandise from the Road to Buildings Apparel has been going crazy. I sold out. So this week, again, I'm taking some orders. I'm about to have the website up and running, hopefully by the end of this month. If not early next month, but like I said, man, there's so many things I have in works. The resources, guys, that's in my bio. Um, billionaire underscore moist as well is also on the road to underscore billions um, link. Just make sure you check out those business resources for those who wants to actually, you know, use and, you know, save tons. And when I say tons, tons, tons of money on just hiring people and just, you know, not needing to hire people that's doing everything in-house. This is what you need, that business resource guide in my bio, you guys. It's been so many people who's been giving me some great reviews. I wish I had people rate it. But definitely, if you guys get a chance to buy it and, and um, rate it on there, rate it on there, and just leave a review. But like I said, it's been doing some substantial work for everybody who's bought it. People are just complaining about how much of a uh, – they complain about how much less free – how much more free time they have, you know, because now they're doing everything in-house and – they know how to do everything so they could like schedule their timing now. It doesn't have to be like waiting on a photographer to edit videos. They could do everything with all these resource guides, um, pamphlets, social media, but everything you guys need for running a business is over a hundred websites. You feel me? So, or it's a hundred websites, but I'm dropping another one this year as well. Um, matter of fact, probably in some weeks, 2023 vendor list, but that just to show you guys, like, when I talk about seven streams of income, I'm looking to get it. I'm looking to get it from every way possible. I'm not looking to make money, but I'm looking to diverge myself. So when I start actually building the brand and foundation of what I when I put it out there, the money's going to come regardless. Like I tell you guys, it's not what you guys believe in. It's what you guys actually do with your actions. So subscribe, like, comment, take care. It's going to be a great year and a bunny year for everybody. Appreciate you guys. Talk soon.